0: Welcome to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast hosted by Becky Dameron. Becky was saved at a young age and reared in a Christian home. At an early age, she sought for a special relationship, Jesus Christ. As her love for Jesus grew, so did her love for his word. Becky has enjoyed leading ladies' Bible studies, speaking at ladies' conferences, and sharing the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We hope you have your Bible and are ready to dive into studying God's amazing book.
1: Oh, we had a great time looking at Genesis 1-1. There's so many verses that talk about in the beginning. Psalm 104, verse 5. Who laid the foundations of the earth that it should not be removed forever? Oh, this is God who does that. Psalm 102 25 of old thou hast laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thy hand god is so great but back to heaven and earth and what happened and in the beginning of time verse 1 says in the beginning god created the heaven and earth and the following verses then give detail to that verse we're going to see that happen also in genesis 2. God's going to talk about creating man and woman, and then he gives more detail in chapter 2. But right here, as we look at the detail of that creation, in verse 2, it says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Oh, I love looking at that. The Spirit of God, that third part, the Holy Spirit, was there at creation and moved upon the face of the waters. We'll we'll look at that in just a little bit. But I want to first look at the earth was without form and void. And of course, this is just my imagination. But I I picture just a, a mess of stuff. Um, so many so many times uh, scientists they want to talk about evolution, and they have part truth in that, oh, it was that first day, it was just a mixture of water and dirt and everything that was going to be created. Elements there, but not separated. I look at it that way. In Jeremiah 4.23, there's some wording that is just the same as without form and void. It's the same wording in Jeremiah four. 23, it says, And I beheld the earth, and lo, it was without form and void, and the heavens, and they had no light. So this is another description of that beginning. Isaiah 34, 11 has some same wording also. And there's some words that I'm not familiar with, but it says, but the Cormorant and the bitter shall possess it so it's talking about this terrible time the owl also and the raven shall dwell in it he's talking about when something's going to be desolate and he shall stretch it out upon it the line of confusion and the stones of emptiness those words the line of confusion and the stones of emptiness are the same idea Of without form and void so it's just emptiness everything's there it's conglomeration of substances and of course we weren't there just as God said who where were you whenever I did all that and we we weren't there at all we don't know but we can at least look and study at God's Word and try to see what he is describing here so and then day one, it says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. So we don't have any sun or stars or moon at this time. That's okay. Well, we don't have to because God created light. I think of the darkness here as what God must have brought over the land of Egypt in one of the plagues. He didn't have the sun not shine. The sun was shining elsewhere, but he just had darkness. So darkness is real. This is not just, oh, there's no light. No, they, this darkness, I believe, that the Egyptians felt was saw or didn't see, they felt it too. It was real, and God created the darkness and the light. He created both, and he didn't need to have the sun for it because how is it possible? Because he's God, and we serve an awesome God, and God can do anything, and I'm so happy for that fact. That's just wonderful. So day one, you've got the elements, the water. It's, it's without form and void, and you have lightness, light and darkness as we continue on we're going to look at day two and god said let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters and god made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament firmament and it was so and god called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day we looked at this a lot the last episode and saw that this heaven that he's talking about here is not where his throne is. This heaven is space and outer space. That's what this heaven is. And that's what he divided and separated. Remember, we have this mass of elements. He separated then the, I think of the periodic table, the parts of the periodic table that's gonna be in the atmosphere and then the parts that are in the earth. He separated that and he created the firmament or we would call it nowadays atmosphere. And if you notice here, it talks about waters above and waters below. Before the flood, there was a like a canopy of water, like a greenhouse that covered all the earth and It's not that strange to think about it because sometimes we have that. Of course, they didn't have rain back then, but sometimes we have this perfect cloud cover above and you have plenty of light and plenty of sunshine, but yet no rain. Well, what happens now is that builds up and we get rain after that. They didn't have rain at that time. They had a perfect Uh, amount of sunshine coming through. Of course, the sun was not created yet, but this water was going to protect man from the sunshine, too much sun. And I believe it was like a greenhouse effect and things grew just beautifully and perfectly. And this is that firmament above that they talk about. Okay, let's continue on. Day three, it says, And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called he he seas, and God saw that it was good. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, and the herb yielding seed, and the fruit yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielded fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the third day. So here we have a separation. He had the firmament, and there's this mixture, again, of this Uh, without form and void, and there's no form yet, God creates a form, then there is earth now. There's a separation where the water now is separated from the earth. And all the waters were in one place, seas, and the earth was separated, and everything brought after its kind, just like we have today. Day four here's when we have our sun moon and stars i think it's pretty neat because there's whole sciences that study the sun moon and stars and we're going to read really quickly this small section and people devote their entire life to studying this it's so neat how it's just eh, like a few verses for god and god said let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. I saw a, uh, video one time, a movie about just that phrase, he made the stars also. That's just the, what it mentions about Oh, he made the stars over just billions and trillions of stars, he made them also. oh it's how wonderful our God is. It's just okay, I've created the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven, to give light upon the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness, and God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the fourth day. So we're on day four. God saw it was good. So he created the sun, moon, and stars. The sun and moon rule. It says they they rule. Well, what does that mean? Well, there's now seasons, and the sun and moon decide when... The tides coming up that's what the moon does they rule the day rule the night the sun you know remember how we know how we have spring and the sun's not uh, up as long in the winter and it comes up longer in the summer so now that sun moon starts decide the seasons these then decide day and night we have 24 hours and the sun and the moon decide that of course it's God but he he set them in their place to decide that now God is not one that is bound by time we are bound by time and he clearly puts in here evening in the morning so that we know that he created it all in one day as in our day like evening and morning but God's time is totally different. One day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day with God. God's not limited to time. He doesn't he's not constrained by this. Yet we are, we are uh, ones that are, are constrained then by time. Now, sadly, the sun, moon, and stars, they're worshipped by people now all over. They now they are supposed to rule as in decide time and season, but they aren't ruling like gods. In pagan worship, there the sun and moon are very much worshipped. And that this is horrible. They were just they were just something that God created. I mean, it's a creation like the stars, and they created the stars also. And yet man is so finite and we foolishly make these gods. God wasn't all impressed, like wow, look at the sun! Wow, look at this. This is nothing for him, he created it. Yet, we do this. We look at all oh, this sun is worshiped all over the world. No, the sun's job is to rule the day, decide when to get up, go to bed, and when it's warm and when it's not. That's that's all the sun's job. Is he the sun has I use the pronoun he, it's not a he or she, but the sun's job is just small compared to what God does. You know, some people also say, well, if the stars were created and we know the speed of light, there wouldn't have been any stars. You couldn't have seen the stars on earth because, well, it would have taken a million years for the light to make it to earth. Um, nope. Why do I say that? God God created them with age. The light was right on earth right at the time he created it. It wasn't like, "Oh, I'm going to create the stars and you have to wait a million years." I'm making that up. You have to wait a thousand years for you to be able to see that. No. They were seen immediately. God created it, so there was light flowing and already at earth. And that's our God. We don't have to we don't have to make science, you know, determine what God can do and what he can't do. No. God determines science. So if something you hear, you think, wait a second, how could that work? I don't know. Uh, No, you forget science, and you focus on what God can do and what he did. And God's right, the Bible's right, and science is wrong. If they want to say that, you know, this couldn't have happened because, and they fill in the blank with whatever man's reasoning is, they are wrong don't go there. We'll be looking to next at day five and going on from there. Boy,
0: has this been fun. Well, I'll see you later. Thank you for listening to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast. Please join Becky Dameron each weekday for a study through the Bible from a woman's perspective. If you've enjoyed this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to Becky through come magnify the Lord with me Facebook page. Until next time, God be with you and may he greatly bless you as you continue to grow through following his word.